Hi there, and welcome to The Finding Podcast. My name's Damon Reynolds, and I'm so excited and honestly a little bit nervous to introduce myself and this podcast to you. More than anything, I hope that what I have to share will be something that resonates with you and can be a valuable resource to help you take significant steps toward discovering and embracing who you are, while at the same time becoming the person you want to become. So what is The Finding Podcast? By way of explanation, let me introduce myself a little bit more. I started seeing clients in 2007, and from that time till now, I have been learning and practicing the art of mental health counseling. I use the word art here very intentionally. There's no one-size-fits-all solution or model when it comes to the intricate and nuanced work of relationships and in finding sustainable growth and healing. But there are definitely some guiding principles, and we're going to talk lots more about these later. For now, I'll just keep it short and say that over 16 years, I've worked as a marriage and family therapist in a wide range of clinical settings, including as an in-home family therapist for at-risk teens and families, as an individual and family therapist at a child advocacy center serving victims of violent crime, as an individual therapist for adult survivors of sexual assault, as a crisis hotline responder, and most recently at a therapeutic boarding school for high school girls. Each of these experiences has helped me deepen my appreciation for the many different aspects of relationships, family and community systems, growth, and change. Throughout most of my career, I've also maintained a private practice in one form or another, where I've worked with individuals, couples, families, and groups. I find myself routinely drawn back to this version of therapy where my clients and I have the most flexibility and freedom to collaborate and find solutions and healing that uniquely fit their needs. Around six years ago, I returned to full-time private practice and have been feeling so blessed to be able to collaborate with such amazing people in their growth journeys. As you listen to a therapist talking about therapy, Without even trying, part of your mind is connecting with your unique template for what a therapist is and what therapy is. Your template may be of a Freudian flavor, with bearded, bespectacled white men asking you to lay on the couch and tell me about your mother. Or perhaps more of a Dr. Phil, parading folks around a stage and rather condescendingly asking, how's that working for you? Or perhaps one of my favorites from pop culture, Dr. Leo Marvin from the classic 90s movie, What About Bob? Giving the sage advice to take baby steps and take a vacation from your problems. Or you may be thinking about your own experiences working with therapists. Whatever your concept of therapy is, you're not wrong. At the same time, neither you nor I have the full picture either because there are as many approaches to therapy as there are therapists in this world. And while I feel pretty good about the work I do and the model I've developed, I'm well aware there is always room to improve. Since my first graduate-level course at Virginia Tech to this moment, I've maintained a passion and intense curiosity around the question of what actually leads to lasting healing and growth, both from a desire to provide the best support I can for my clients 
And also because just like you, I'm constantly trying to get better and better at being me. It's estimated that there are well over 500 documented therapy models in existence today. I don't know about you, but that sounds like an awful lot of models out there. And it probably won't surprise you that there are also hundreds of studies exploring the effectiveness both of particular models and of therapy in general. While the conclusions to many of these studies are fascinating and thought-provoking, and they're something that we will look at in later conversations, for now I want to focus on just two major findings. Finding number one. Research clearly demonstrates that therapy has the capacity to be a powerful tool leading to real and lasting healing, growth, and change. Essentially, the therapy can and does work. That's awesome. The second data point is a little less awesome. Of the millions suffering from relational and emotional distress, only a tiny, tiny fraction of those in need have access to or take advantage of good therapy. I've experienced both of these findings firsthand. I've seen lives changed in my practice, truly changed in powerful and sustainable ways. And I felt the heartache and frustration of wanting to help but not having the bandwidth to do so. It's these two experiences that have given rise to the Finding Podcast. And while I'm calling it a podcast, in some fundamental ways, this is not your everyday podcast. So let me tell you about my vision. I would like to take the healing elements of therapy and provide a unique experience that can contribute to personal and relational self-awareness, growth, and healing in an affordable and accessible format. At its best, this process will feel individualized, personal, safe, and collaborative, both for you and for me, with the core values of courage, compassion, curiosity, creativity, and connection as the guiding posts for our journey. These last points are really important elements of this podcast and podcast community, so I want to say them again, and I'm going to invite you to listen intently and feel the way these ideas land. So my hope is that the process feels individualized, personal, safe, and collaborative, for you and for me, and that the core values of courage, compassion, curiosity, creativity, and connection will guide us on this journey. These five values, I'm cleverly referring to as the five C's, are some of what I believe are the key elements to real and lasting growth and healing, and they're principles that we're going to come back to again and again and again in our conversations. I'm calling our weekly episodes conversations because that's what I'm hoping they will feel like. As opposed to listening to me talking to someone else about all the fascinating science and research around growth and healing, I want to have a conversation with you and ask you questions and invite you to think deeply about the things we're discussing and how they apply to you personally. I also hope to hear back from you. So while this is neither a client-therapist relationship or a replacement for such, my aim is for this podcast and podcast community to foster a safe space in our mind, body, and spirit where we can find the courage to look inside ourselves with compassion, be curious without judgment about what we find, creative in how we use our insights, 
and make meaningful connections with ourselves and other amazing humans who, just like us, are working each day to figure out life and be their best selves. Conversation topics will be informed both by my experiences as a therapist and by you, the listening community, and they will span as many weeks as needed based on community feedback. Topics we explore will include things like growth, parenting, marriage, conflict, brain development and function, vulnerability in relationships, power in relationships, mindfulness, sex, trauma, emotions, and a million other topics that we're all confronted with on a daily basis. In these conversations, I'll share research findings as well as experiences from my personal and professional life to help us explore and make sense of what these topics mean to us personally and what we want to do with that awareness. Any clinical experiences I share will obviously be done in a way that maintains confidentiality and respect for the privacy of clients. At times, I'll lead specific exercises aimed at personal acceptance, discovery, and insight, and follow up on previous week's conversations. Occasionally, I may meet with guests, both to demonstrate application of some of the principles or strategies we'll be discussing, as well as to explore other people's insights into the world of acceptance and growth. In addition to weekly conversations, I'll routinely post guided mindfulness exercises, some of which will be directly related to the topic of the week. I'm a huge fan of mindfulness, and research clearly shows us the value of incorporating mindfulness practices into our lives, regardless of the growth outcomes we're looking for. Finally, and potentially most valuable, You'll have access to our private online forum where we come together and make connections as a vibrant and diverse group of people who share the values of courage, compassion, curiosity, creativity, and connection. Honestly, the community aspect is the piece that most excites me about this project. We humans are very much relational animals, and it is through interacting with others where we find much of our insight, growth, and inspiration. I'm looking forward to connecting with you, and I believe this is just the starting point to a collaboration that will grow and develop into what we want and need, with the potential to influence us, our relationships, and our communities in powerful ways. As our finding community grows, I envision endless opportunities for connection through information sharing, support groups, and myriad other creative initiatives to lift ourselves and one another on this journey of humanity. In our culture, we spend endless energy and resources on improving our minds and bodies, and very little on our emotional selves. But interestingly, research pretty clearly shows that first and foremost, we are emotional animals. That Descartes got it wrong. It's not I think, therefore I am, so much as I feel, therefore I am. Do you ever find yourself doing something you know isn't great for you, but you do it anyway, again and again? Do you find yourself getting stuck in the same relationships or situations over and over without understanding why, despite trying so hard to avoid them? If you're not nodding your head right now, congratulations, because you've transcended humanity and should probably stop listening now. But for the rest of us mere mortals, this is very much the norm. And a major part of what's behind this phenomenon is the fact that emotions drive our behavior 
way more than intellect. And to truly understand ourselves and grow, intellectual and emotional work is required. So one way to think of this podcast is like a gym membership for your emotional self. And just like a physical gym membership, we're only going to get out of this what we're willing to put into it. Our world is full of beauty and opportunity. At the same time, and in so many ways, our world is kind of a mess, with endless and powerful external forces threatening our ability to stay connected to ourselves and one another. As a race, we are more medically advanced than any society ever. And in America, we spend trillions of dollars on healthcare every year. As this number means absolutely nothing to me, I did a little research in preparation for this. So here's one way to look at a trillion. Imagine that you spent $1 for every second of your existence. Sounds fun, right? So that would be $60 in one minute, $3,600 in one hour, $86,400 in a single day, and $31,536,000 in a year. How many years do you imagine it would take you to spend $1 trillion? Just think of a number. I thought of a number and it wasn't even close. It would take over 31,000 years spending a dollar every second of your existence to spend just $1 trillion. Kind of mind-boggling, right? And yet, despite all of the information, technology, and money dedicated to healthy living, here in America, we are getting less and less healthy. Anxiety, depression, and suicide rates are steadily increasing, in fact, spiking, at the same time that lifespan and life quality are decreasing. This hasn't happened in recorded human history. How could this make sense? How could it make sense with all the energy we're putting into this? Things seem to be just getting worse. Although there is no simple answer, here's something worth considering. While researchers haggle over the exact percentage, there's clear consensus among science that toxic stress is responsible for the majority of physical illness to the tune of around 90%. That includes heart disease, cancer, diabetes, you name it. Stress and life choices are making us not only emotionally unhappy, but making us physically sick. In such a climate, developing internal resources can't be overstated. And having the ability to truly know ourselves and have a safe community for connection around accepting and celebrating ourselves and our potential for growth feels critical. Despite all the problems swirling around us, I'm optimistic that we can find peace, solutions, and healing. Given the right conditions, I truly believe in the innate potential in all of us to discover our own best solutions for becoming our best selves. And this is what the Finding Podcast is all about. I sincerely hope you will join us as we work and become together. I hope to hear from you and wish you an awesome day full of courage, compassion, curiosity, creativity, and connection. Take care. Take care.